Welcome to a series of talks about objective consciousness, an objective universe, and an objective way to awaken. Expanding upon the works of George I. Gurdjieff and Russell A. Smith. This podcast is part 12 of chapter 7 of the audiobook of The Blueprint of Consciousness. In this episode, we conclude the teaching of Gurdjieff Cosmic Secrets. Further examining the Ray of Creation diagram, discussing why some postulations on astral and mental matter and dark matter and dark energy did not make it into the book, and beginning a journey beyond beyond, dissecting the octave of the universe into its smaller components and structure. Let's begin. The Blueprint of Consciousness An Accelerated Path to Awakening by Russell A. Smith Chapter 7 Traversing Suspended Continuity Part 12 all teachings in one diagram. There's the spiritual, there's the physical, there's life, there's man, there's the food diagram, there's Gurdjieff's ray of creation, and there are the essence classes. In fact, all Gurdjieff's cosmology is there. Woo! Okay. We will add one more thing. The lower three octaves, the 7S, the 6S, and the 5S, represent the physical world. The middle three octaves the 5S, the 4S, and the 3S represent the astral world. And the top three octaves, the 3S, the 2S, and the 1S, represent the mental world. It is quite revealing that the highest octave of the physical world is the lowest octave of the astral world and the highest octave of the astral world is the lowest octave of the mental world. Seeing how the physical, astral and mental worlds interact says volumes about the three bodies of man. Why were the trinities and the labels physical, astral and mental not included in Russell's diagram. Here is how Russell explained it. When I made the Ray of Creation diagram, I incorporated everything in it that Gurdjieff and various other fourth-way authors had described. I wanted it to depict the story of creation and to reveal how and why Everything was what it is. 
then, I noticed that there were three groups of three octaves. That is, three trinities. And I said to myself, Wow, the two higher trinities could be the stuff that souls are made of. Which would mean that the 7s, 6s and 5s octaves were the physical body, the 5s, 4s and 3s octaves were the astral body, and the 3s, 2s and 1s octaves were the mental body. But the labels physical, astral and mental did not make it onto the ray of creation diagram because I could not verify that my postulations were correct. I later envisioned mental matter spewing out of the absolute. It was followed by a lesser amount of astral matter, after which physical matter was created. Next, I saw a system that could only be successful if it were constructed from the bottom up, which meant that the higher matters had to wait for the physical matter to eventually take the lead. The physical matter, after billions of years of making elements, molecules and life, finally worked its way up to man, who, by being on the cusp, was the only entity in the entire universe that could assimilate the two higher, finer matters and organize them. That is, cause the two higher, finer matters to crystallize. After which, these fixed higher matters higher bodies, could independently exist without the physical body. Later on, scientists discovered a higher form of matter, called dark matter. I thought, hey, that would be a great candidate for astral matter. Several years later, they discovered an even higher form of matter, called dark energy. It too had a place in my model as mental matter. Then, when they discovered that the dark energy was pushing away the physical matter of the universe, I thought, what's with that? Hmm, well... Let's see. Jesus rose. And since Gurdjieff said that higher matter always opposes physical matter, perhaps Jesus rose because he had crystallized his higher being body. So, I imagined that when higher being bodies are created and then liberated, they, being opposed to physical matter, would create a repelling force that shoves away the physical matter. But the labels physical, astral and mental still did not make it onto the ray of creation diagram because 
again. They could not be verified. Then, scientists claimed that physical matter accounted for only 5% of the universe and that 95% of the universe was missing. They said that approximately 5% of the universe was physical matter, 25% was dark matter, and 70% was dark energy. I knew from the Ray of Creation diagram that mental matter would dominate, astral matter would follow, and physical matter would be the least. In the Ray of Creation diagram, one could find many ways that conform to those percentages. But, alas, the labels physical, astral, and mental still did not make it onto the Ray of Creation diagram. Why? Well, as I said earlier, I could not definitely proclaim that dark matter and dark energy were the stuff from which higher being bodies were crystallized. Even though the three trinities did provide a good model for explaining the existence of higher matters, and it supported the idea that there would be more of the first, less of the second, and even less of the third, I did not want to put the labels physical, astral, and mental on the Ray of Creation diagram, so as to avoid any speculation, conjecture, or guess. Fortunately, recent scientific discoveries have allowed me to successfully formulate the percentages of these higher matters, thus once again making them the top candidates for the stuff of higher being bodies, as well as allowing me to substantiate how the process works. If you would like to know more, and have access to the dogpub.com website, check out the archive. Pages 152 and 153. Now, we begin a journey beyond, beyond. In chapter 6, we structured the three segments, the Absolute, the Holy Son Absolute, and the universe, as three descending octaves. If we now place these three octaves as the three inner octaves of some greater whole, we will find that the greater whole is an all-to-nothing octave, with its four fundamental points, Do, So, Mi, and Re, becoming the four Do's of these three octaves. This greater, all-to-nothing octave will have a duality, an oscillating dough at both so and me, each with the possibility of ascension and descension. Notice that these two points of existence are at the boundaries between the Holy Son Absolute and the Absolute, 
and the Holy Son Absolute and the universe. If we examine the arrows of ascension and descension, which correspond to these two points of existence, we find the note so ascends into the absolute and descends into the Holy Son Absolute. The note Mi ascends into the Holy Son Absolute and descends into the universe. And here we show a diagram of three octaves, the Absolute, Holy Son Absolute and Universe, with the two points of existence, me and so. Next, by interpreting the arrows of ascension and descension that occur within the three octaves, the Absolute, the Holy Son Absolute, and the Universe, we can make the following postulations. 1. For the Universe, everything falls to the bottom. 2. For the Absolute, everything falls to the top. 3. For the Holy Son Absolute, things do not fall at all, but are held in the cyclical state of eternal unchanging. Notice that in the universe, there is only one arrow, the arrow of Mi's descension, a downward arrow encompassing the entire universe. It begins at Do, the top of the universe, and flows to Do, the bottom of the universe. Is there anything in our universe that is representative of this arrow? A force, perhaps, that can be perceived as a downward arrow. Something manifesting in one direction? Indeed there is. And we call it gravity. And here we show the octave of the universe, with a descending octave from me to ray, representing gravity. Gravity is an attractive force. It never repels. Gravity is a force that always manifests in one direction. And since in our universe, all things fall in one direction, that is, to the bottom, we can surmise that the single arrow of Mi's descension represents this force. We have postulated that the arrow of Mi's descension indicates the force of gravity in the universe. Now, we shall explore this octave of the universe and diagram the law-conformable structure created within it. Page 154 And here we show an expanded diagram of the previous octave of gravity 
showing the two inner points of existence at me and so, oscillating. First, three octaves of radiations form between its four fundamental points. Second, another set of both ascending and descending arrows flows forth from its two points of existence. The duality, so and me. We shall call this new set of arrows, or lines of force, the electrical force lines. In the octave of the universe, we discover that the electrical force lines can manifest in three ways, either positive or negative, or they can coincide. Here, where the electrical force lines coincide, in the, as we call it, meso area of coincidence, there is a unique manifestation. The electrical force circulates, and the circulation of an electrical force creates a magnetic field. Thus, magnetism is born. Note, the meso-area of coincidence also indicates the bipolar nature of magnets. Why magnets always have two poles, north and south. Our galaxy, the world of suns, planets and earths, is in this octave, the octave of the bipolar area of the universe. So, to me. And here we show a diagram of so to me and the circulation. Pages 155 and 156. Pressing on into the octave of the bipolar area of the universe we find still more lines of force. We shall call these lines the nuclear force lines. In the nucleus of an atom, there are two nuclear forces, the strong nuclear force and the weak nuclear force. Perhaps, someday, Scientists will discover that the meso-area of coincidence of the nuclear force lines reveals a connection between the strong and weak nuclear forces, just as the meso-area of coincidence in the electrical force lines revealed the magnetic force. And here we show a diagram of the octave between the Sun and Earth conveying the electromagnetic spectrum. In addition, when we examine electricity and magnetism, we find that they are bound together by the speed of light. That is, the magnetic constant Km multiplied by the speed of light C equals the electric constant 
KE or KMC equals KE or KE equals KMC. Next, when we examine the force that binds atoms together, we find that here things manifest in relation to the square of the speed of light. That is, the mass m times the speed of light squared, c squared, equals the energy E, or mc squared equals E, or E equals mc squared. In scale 1, we discovered gravity. In scale 2, the electromagnetic spectrum. And in scale 3, the strong and weak nuclear forces. Someday, scientists will unmask the next inner scale the inner scale of quarks, and also discover that this scale has its own meso-area of coincidence. Perhaps it, too, is based on the speed of light. But this time, will it be c cubed or c to the power of 4? Which one will it be? Only the law of octaves knows, as well as all who know the law of octaves. The Aftermath That does it. We have finally reached the end of this excavation into the third striving. The conscious striving to know ever more and more concerning the laws of world creation and world maintenance. Many dogs have been unearthed. So, put the shovel aside, but do not let it rust as we have more to uncover in this striving. And there are other strivings in which we may, someday, wish to dig. Forthwith, the mathematical veracity of the ideas encapsulated here necessitates individual participation and verification. Thus, providing the accustomed traveller with much to contemplate, and the man of reason, with a very good map. A delineation that clearly defines man's position in the universe, as well as indicates the possible path upon which man's ultimate ascension, and indeed, man's final re-emergence with his creator proceeds. And, by the way, on which our common Father Almighty depends. Truth conquers all things.
Okay. That concludes the teaching of Gurdjieff. Cosmic Secrets. You have successfully made it to the end of the journey. Congratulations. That concludes today's podcast. If you would like a chance to read the whole book, The Blueprint of Consciousness, An Accelerated Path to Awakening, which is available as a high-quality 520-page hardback, and also as a PDF download, simply visit the store at our website, thedogteachings.com. The Blueprint of Consciousness contains an objective exercise in awakening that has literally awakened hundreds of people. Be free. Be awake. Be real. And realize your full potential as a human being. On our website, you'll be able to listen to other talks, obtain diagrams, animations, supporting videos, and much, much more. In addition, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under The Dog Teachings. And, as a reminder, we have two Zoom classes every Saturday to assist you. Level 1 is freely available for anyone who purchases the Blueprint of Consciousness. And the other is for those who have obtained the Master Exercises and the Double or Nothing Exercises. See under Resources slash Zoom Classes for more details. All at thedogteachings.com That's T-H-E-D-O-G-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-S dot com Goodbye. Until next time.